spend my dollar. It's not about what you want, it's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. Week one, scrimmage one in the books of 2021 fall camp. And I'm very pleased to say that our pre-camp previews and predictions are holding up very well. Let's run through some early uh, results from camp, some of the observations, uh, notes that we took and go from there. Uh, fun discussion. Uh, number one, these are really in no order, but uh, we've got seven or eight things that uh, we'll hit real quick. Number one, Kendall Randolph, right tackle. Boy, we swung and missed on that. Uh, did not predict that Randolph would be a starter or with the starters at right tackle. I uh, looked back and shouldn't have been surprised. I thought he'd be sort of the, the starter in 13 personnel when we went with three tight ends, that he would sort of pivot in that way. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Saban does sort of tip the cap tip to uh, the upperclassmen. And so the fact that Randolph uh, was the starter at right tackle to, to start camp didn't really surprise me. Unfortunately, and I hate this for the young man, but he, he twisted an ankle or, or turned an ankle in the first scrimmage. And so I think I, I love to get our predictions right. I hate when it's the result of injury. But I think with Randolph missing time, and I don't know how much time he's going to miss, but uh, he's going to miss uh, maybe a little bit of time. I think that really brings to the forefront the competition at right tackle with J.C. Latham and Damian George. I do think before camp is over, those two will battle for that that starting uh, right tackle position. But it looked like Randall uh, Randolph had it from the start and uh, didn't want to let it go. And so I hate for him to potentially lose that to injury. But this second week of camp is going to be interesting to see uh, how that how that plays out because I think that does sort of level the playing field. I think J.C. Latham is getting better every week. And uh, I know Yvonne, uh, Evan Neal has sort of coached, uh, coached him up. Hey, you do you, and the pecking order will take care of itself. And uh, I still think that's going to happen. And I still think JC wins the job. Uh, we did predict that the line would solidify very early in camp. And with the exception of the right tackle position, uh, we were right. Evan Neal, Javon uh, Cohen, uh, Chris Owens, and Emil Ekior, uh, bar an injury, that's going to be four of the five linemen. Uh, and then we've got three guys potentially in the mix for that right tackle spot. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. Item two, Le, uh, LeBron Ray injury. Uh, I, you know, damn it is about the only thing uh, I have to say there. Uh, we predicted that he would be a, a material contributor uh, if he's able to avoid injury. And no sooner do we finish saying that he uh, has a, a an injury, and it looked like it uh, it was something that happened at the end of summer, even before camp uh, started. Uh, so that is uh, that is most unfortunate. Early reports are that it's maybe not as bad. Uh, it was a, as it was originally thought, and so it'll be interesting to see uh, how he comes along. Um, let's say he checks out over the next couple of days. Uh, I think he will uh, have a very limited capacity uh, in the balance of camp. I think we're going to bring him on uh, slowly, and we're going to preserve him for uh, for games. He's going to get almost. Um, 
uh, assuming he trends towards health, he'll get almost an NFL treatment uh, where we'll do everything we can in the week uh, to get him ready, keep him ready, uh, and then put him almost on a snap count or pitch count uh, in games. So that would be my uh, my prediction on LeBron Ray. I love, love, love Saban saying in his post-scrimmage press camp, uh, conference that the defensive line goes seven or eight deep. Oh, I love that. I re- uh, went back and rewound that uh, two or three times because it really felt like Saban, Saban was channeling the podcast because we said exactly, exactly the same thing uh, in our pre-camp. And so that was exciting to hear that type of, I uh, use the word validation. Uh, we got something right. Uh, topic three, just uh, again, sort of a rundown of uh, things that we noticed first week of camp. Again, we're not in the building. We're not on the sidelines. We're not at practice. We're just reading all of the reports that we can get our hands on uh, and then adding sort of our speculation based on what we know or what we think we know. Uh, Henry Toa Toa, Hank, uh, is a day one starter. I think Stevie Wonder saw that when he transferred in, but we're absolutely seeing and hearing that in, in fall camp. He showed up ready to compete. Uh, ready to fight. He didn't think he would just be gifted a job. He is fighting for it, and uh, I think he is impressing. Uh, he is winning the bot- battle for hearts and minds, if you will, amongst his his uh, new teammates, and I think that's exciting. Uh, number four, the return game. Uh, you, you know, punts and kickoffs. We know that there's, uh, you know, Brian Robinson and Slade Bolden and even Jaleel, uh, Jaleel Billingsley are returning guys that uh, from, from 2020 that uh, participated in the return game. I am exceedingly excited about some of the youngsters that are being given uh, opportunities. And again, we predicted a little bit of this in some of our pre-camp, especially JoJo Earl. I just got the cockles of my heart warmed uh, when I heard the uh, the interview where uh, Coach Saban talked about JoJo uh, so showing some spark in the uh, punt return game because that's exactly the type of player, the type of position uh, where I think he can have day one value. So that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, a little bit of talk of Kool-Aid McKinstry in the return game, but a lot more talk of Kool-Aid McKinstry at the uh, the corner opposite Josh Job. We'll talk about that just a, in just a minute. Uh, Kamara Wheaton uh, potentially as a kick returner. Now that is exciting. Uh, let's have Brian Robinson focus on the the run game and a true freshman at the running back position who may only get scraps and in, in blowout games. Let's give him a position where he can make a uh, a potential contribution to the outcome of a game, especially given his talent and capability. Kamar Wheaton in the kickoff return is just that type of opportunity. So I like uh, and I love finding these talented players that and finding a role for them where they can contribute. I think Saban's really, really good at that. Uh, you got to catch the ball. you got to possess the ball. At each of these positions, Saban will put a refrigerator box out there if they know if he knows that that box will catch 100% of the balls, that will possess the ball. And then he'll deal with placement. Um, placement is secondary to possession. And so if these youngsters can prove that they can possess the ball and then they have the talent to enhance the placement of the ball, two different things. Saban looks at them separately. Uh, uh, but if these if these cats uh, can be, can possess the ball, then we can leverage their unique talents to uh, position the ball. Corner opposite Joe, uh, Joe target, topic five. We talked about that. I love uh, uh, Jalen Amar Davis. Uh, it, it battled through injury. He's hung around. I think. He has all the talent that we need to start 
uh, at that corner position. I think he can man, can hold that position down. He can he can man it. I just think Kool Aid McKinstry is the next sort of revelation at the position, and so Jalen. Uh, Jalen may, st- I, I think he starts. He starts against Miami. I think Kool Aid uh, McKinstry starts um, to get reps, and 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 then we'll see by week three, week four, uh, really where that position uh, nets out. Uh, I'm bullish on uh, Kool Aid, uh, just just his overall talent, uh, but I really like Jalen, and I think he's going to give his depth. Even if he nets out not uh, the starter at the position, uh, the pre-fall camp sort of interviews with the assistants. Uh, top six, uh, item six, uh, Pete Golding just embraced the defensive legacy that is uh, at Alabama, and he and he and he, and he seemed to really <laughs> he kept saying right, 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 which is awesome. So you know he's not a public speaker any, any more than I am, but. Uh, the fact that he just embraced the defensive legacy and that just that speaks to a, his confidence. And, and frankly, he pre-staged absolutely zero excuses for, you know, youth or injury or, well, what if this or what if that? He just embraced the legacy, uh, embraced the tradition, embraced the expectation. And uh, I think that's a confident confident coach doing that right there and I think we should we should read between the lines and what that means to the caliber of the Alabama defense uh seven Trey Sanders early reports are very very positive uh so hopefully that trend line continues I think is a player that can make a contribution uh eight uh I really love what we're hearing and again this is defense as well but what we're hearing with Will Anderson and Christopher Allen uh, and even Chris uh, Braswell uh, rushing the passer. I think we're really going to – I think I think, uh, I, I think Will and Chris had to be almost taken out of the scrimmage so that the quarterbacks – so that the offense really could run their program, especially with a couple linemen uh, sort of taking the day off. So uh, I think that really bodes well uh, for the pressure that this Alabama defense is going to be able to put on the quarterback. And everything is cyclical, right, or everything is sort of circular. Everything sort of loop connects. And so if we can get more pressure on the quarterback up front, that makes the secondary's job so much easier. And these are already very talented secondary players. So when you make a talented player's person's, uh, uh, person's job easier, then just it all goes downhill from there. Uh, in, in in the positive way, it really goes downhill. Uh, the workload gets easier, and uh, and it's a lot of additional pressure for the offense. So I think uh, that's exciting. Hey, this is just week one of camp. These are just some of the things, uh, sort of grab bag thoughts, if you will. I uh, took a pen and paper and said, hey, what are the things that sort of percolate uh, in my head? And those are those are some of the ideas. I'm sure that you have seen or heard or read uh, or that you're tracking other stories. Let us know. Let us know. Hop on a Zoom call. We're going to have a Zoom call uh, coming up. Let's have that conversation. Drop us an email on the Zoom calls. We have sort of a, a I call it sort of a, uh, a Zoom member uh, email thread. So join us over there and let's get some of this live discussion. Uh, and again, some of the questions and some of the topics that come up in those forums become content uh, for the show as well. So sign up uh, for the member programs. Look, it's two bucks a month uh, for, this, for the season, $18 a year. Uh, it's just a little bit of a better program. And like I said, the first two Zoom calls, uh, you don't know it, but they're scheduled and uh, those invitations will be forthcoming. Will your name be on that invitation email. I really hope so. With that, this has been another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. Roll Tide.
Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a roll tide. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, T-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tide. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide.